The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. Yes, it can seem rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, and it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance, from the quality of your inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. Here on The Christine Uptrich Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Are you ready to step into your vibration of change? Hello, everybody. Welcome and happy Valentine's Day. You might be listening live here in Seattle on 1150 AM KKNW or on Transformation Talk Radio from around the world. You might be listening after the fact on one of the dozens of podcasts the show ends up in or on christineupchurch.com. But whenever and wherever you're you're listening from, we're grateful you joined us here today, and I think you'll be grateful too. Uh, Before I introduce our guest, I want to say hello to the man behind the technology, Mr. Benny Mathers. Good morning and happy Valentine's Day. Thank you very much, Christine. Back to you, to one of the biggest hearts around. So I know, let's get all mushy-mushy. We'll get it out of the way. Yes, we we have mutual love here. And don't anybody misinterpret it because Valentine's Day is good for expressing all types of love. In fact, any day is good for that. Yeah, 365 and, days a year. And I don't I, I don't try to hide the fact that oh. I, I've got a very special place in my heart for you, Benny. Oh, back at you. Oh, oh look at us. You. Thank you. Oh, look at that. I was going to cry today this last hour of my shift, but okay. Oh, well, you know, might as well might as well shed a few tears before Yeah, right, weekend, why not? You know, get, you know, get it done with. Real men shared tears. They Absolutely. real do. Real men. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to mention an upcoming event that we are supporting, and um, and that is Panash Desai. He is going to be in the Seattle area March 5th. And I'm very excited about that. You'll be able to listen to details on um, the breaks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, we're very grateful for their support. And we are so happy to be supporting their event. And c- c- if you want to say, if you want to jump ahead, we can go to a particular website. Well, yes. Or do you want to wait? We, let's, let's wait. Let's wait. We'll tease the teaser. And you know what? We're. Okay. We're also supporting um, our guest today, and, and he's got a couple of events Perfect. coming up, right. too. So we've got a lot of announcements, and we're just going to tease you a little bit. But in the meanwhile, in meantime, you know, you're going to be grateful you're listening because we are going to be talking about how to find your purpose. Our guest today is Bernardo Moya. He is an entrepreneur. He's um, a speaker, a publisher, a TV producer, a seminar promoter to some of the biggest names in personal development. Um, he is the founder of The Best You and chief inspirational officer of the same. Um, and he's got multiple expos both in Europe as well as in the United States. And um, he also has a new book out called The Question, Find Your True Purpose. And I also think of it as the question because I think that for many of us, that's what we're seeking. And until we fulfill that answer and start fulfilling that in our lives, um, life is a little bit empty. I would like to welcome our guest today, Bernardo Moya. Hi, Bernardo. Welcome. Hey, Christina. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing well. You know, um, I I love the fact that you are uh, addressing the questions we need to ask ourselves, as opposed to like, these are the answers and this is the direction, but rather... These are the questions we need to ask. Why are you focusing on questions instead of answers? Well, because, uh, thank you. Uh, I, I think it's all really is down to the questions. It's only by asking yourself the questions that, you know, we, we will start finding, obviously, the answers. But, but the only way we can is, is if we do so. And I, 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 I appreciate that from the beginning of time, you know, anyone and everyone that has achieved or done anything or currently is, is doing anything um, is based on the idea of asking themselves any questions, mm. questions, you know, any explorer, adventurer, inventor, um, conqueror, you know, has asked right. those questions and saying, Hey, you know, what's on the other side of the river or how can I, you know, how can I get there quicker or how can I fly faster? And, and, and that basically starts, you know, people then start identifying what that might be. And they see the, Based on the fact that we 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 then tap into that inner research, into that inner wisdom that we already have, or, or we technically start putting our feelers out to to 
understand and to learn, either mm-hmm. by reading, connecting, engaging, and, you know, kind of the universe supply. So I, I, I just kind of like, I think a lot of the, the ideas around personal professional growth with, with kind of my experience is that there's, there's a lot out there and there's fantastic speakers, coach, coaches, trainers, sure. uh, mentors. Absolutely. But I think that, I think the basics and the essential of it is, is about being aware of your thoughts. And, and, and I think a lot of people aren't necessarily giving it the importance it has because, in my opinion, it doesn't matter how much training you do, it doesn't matter how many books you read or, or, or how many TED Talks you watch. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not aware of, of your internal dialogue and you don't direct it in the direction of, of where you're trying to go and, and you focus on asking yourself empowering questions, very little things will actually materialize or change in your life. Yeah. Well, Bernardo, do you find that there are plenty of people out there right now who feel like there's something important they're supposed to be doing or there's something different that they, they want to do, but they have a hard time identifying exactly what that is or how that would unfold? I believe so. I, I think there's a lot of people that are lost, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always kind of thought that there's three types of people. There, there's those that that unfortunately, you know, have given up and it doesn't matter how old they are. Mm-hmm. You know, in their early 20s, 30s, 50s or 60s, they just think it's too late or, or they're coming up with all sorts of excuses or reasons why they can't change and why their life can't be differently. So they're just literally just waiting to tick, check out. Yes. And then the second lot, which are those that do read, that do kind of, you know, are, are looking interested in, in, in changing, that they're exploring the ideas around it, but then they're scared. Uh, they're scared of change. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they they are proactive. They keep on um, believing in their immortality as far as that they can do it tomorrow, you know. And, right. and the fact is that we don't know if we can. So they don't take action. You know, they procrastinate. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, it maybe is too late. Uh, and then there's those that go out and make a difference. And, and, and I think, you know, what is happening is, is that I think this well-being industry is obviously growing and growing exponentially because we, we are really now starting to appreciate that. But we obviously all know that we learn very little limited uh, skills in school. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we are now investing more and more time in eating better and in, in our longevity and our happiness and our spirituality. So there's more and more people. But there's, 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 I just think that there has to be more people that, that come forward and they start identifying that they have a responsibility to inspire others, you know, and, and that's what I believe that we, you know, the transformational leaders are, are, are kind of like, we will be the game changers of, 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 of the 21st century. And, 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 and that's because, you know, we, we will take or have to take responsibility for making the world a better place. And, and, and I get annoyed when I say, oh, that's cheesy. Well, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you yeah. just help some person or one person and you say a kind word to someone, well, you're making the world a better place. You know, right. if you're picking up some plastic uh, one day, even if you go one day and pick up plastic from the sea, uh, you know, and you're making the world a better place. And that's kind of where we all have to step up. We have to step up our game because it's not only us. If we're not going to do it for ourselves, we have to do it for our kids. And our kids are spon- sponges, our friends and families, and we have to do it for them so we can hopefully inspire them to then follow. Because we just don't know this ripple effect and how, it can, how far it can go. And one of the interesting things that I've found, both personally, professionally, and I think the science backs this up, is when we do for others, when it's not like an obligation, but rather it comes from our heart, then it not only improves our immune system, it um, changes our life in a lot of positive ways. So it's very fulfilling to be helping others. Absolutely. Uh, I just think there's there's something in that, you know, and, and I get it. I mean, I... Uh, I think, obviously, people, as they get older, and you see a lot of these individuals that, you know, some of the amazing people that either give their time or give up their, their wealth, you know, to, to help others, mm-hmm. uh, is because ultimately they, they identify that this is the most fulfilling and beautiful thing that you can do. Um, so, uh, you know, that there's many, many challenges, and but there's nothing more fulfilling than, than saying something nice to someone or, or being nice to someone or, or really making a dent in, 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 in trying to deal with the issues that are out there. Um, so it, it's a very fulfilling thing. And, and unfortunately, it's something that I don't believe a lot of people spend much time on either, you know, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where, where I work a lot on, which is around legacy. So what, 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 what am I going to leave behind? Yes. And, and I think that's something that we definitely have to focus on. Again, because it, 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 it's an inspiration and it's an inspiration potentially for your kids, for your loved ones to see that you have done something and then, hopefully they will follow through. So leaving a legacy and spending time around thinking about that, what 
what is it am I going to leave behind and how can I leave you know this world better than when I got here right. it's something that a lot of people should should spend time on and I know and I know unfortunately we don't yeah and I know that there are some who've studied people who are dying and people who are on their deathbeds and it's there are there are many regrets of of the chances they didn't take and the love they didn't show and the ways in which they weren't of service um and so it's it's the sort of thing where if we can learn how to follow our path and not have the regrets then we can die in peace we can we can have that legacy as you say which i think is so important to each of us on some level even if it's just you know the the things we've taught our children so that they can move on and be successful in love, which is, you know, no small task, mind you. But it's and then some people have this desire to offer something bigger to reach more people. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think, you know, it's, 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 it's changing, you know, uh, luckily it's changing. And, and you see a lot of people that have great intentions that are putting, you know, they're going all out to, to, to help others and, and, and to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's what we need more of. We need more inspirers. We need more people to step forward to 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 say, hey, you know what? I've got something to share, and, and I can help others. And 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 it's also, I suppose, uh, not I suppose, I understand. It's that balance of doing something that is fulfilling that also can can pay the bills. You know, right? But at the end of the day, you can still have your nine to five job, but you still have plenty of hours, you know, through the day uh, to 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 spend some time on. on on helping and supporting other people that are really doing some great things, or for you to come up with ideas of your own. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what it has to be about. I mean, I think we shared it last time. There's some just scary facts out there. You know, we spend an average of 27 years sleeping. So you know, hey, how about getting up an hour up earlier every day? Uh-huh, <laughs> you know, right. you're gaining some valuable time. Or you know, we spend seven years watching television, or uh-huh. we spend four years on on social media. That's scary. Uh, come on. Yeah, it's very scary. So why don't we do something productive? And what I love, Bernardo, is that um, you didn't come to all these realizations easily, that you've experienced significant loss along the way to learn some lessons from it. Um, But I I would love for you to talk about this on the other side of the break. So stay tuned for more with Bernardo Moya here in just a few moments. If you're in the Seattle area, then you don't want to miss this upcoming event. On March 5th, best-selling author and renowned spiritual leader Panash Desai will be here in person sharing wisdom from his brand new book, You Are Enough. Come be inspired to embrace more of who you truly are, to step deeper into your potential, and to wake up to expansive possibility. You've seen him on Oprah. Now come see Panash Desai live in person Thursday, March 5th at 7.30 p.m. for his presentation and book signing and six o'clock for the optional, more personalized premiere meet and greet. Sponsored by East West Bookshop and held at Seattle First Baptist Church, 1111 Harvard Avenue in Seattle. For more information or to register for this empowering event, go to eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Or go to panashdesai.com. That's P-A-N-A-C-H-E-D-E-S-A-I.com. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999. Nine 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 eight three six. How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. 
From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Welcome back to the Christine Eptrich Show here on KKNW in Seattle and Transformation Talk Radio around the world. You know, Bernardo, um, I love the fact that you have shared your personal story and your journey hasn't always been an easy one. Can you share with our listeners about the bumps along the way that have taught you some important lessons? Uh, yeah. I, I'm feeling it's, I, I've always had this sense of wanting to be my own boss, uh, but I did work for quite a few companies when I was younger. And, um, and, uh, but I was always very entrepreneurial. I started in my early 20s uh, with no experience or having not really learned anything about business or balancing a checkbook or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've always, you know, I've worked, when, when I started working, I used to work on a commission basis selling timeshare and then inviting people to timeshare resorts. And then I eventually uh, ended up um, running my own real estate uh, and then going bust at the age of 26 with my wife pregnant and we already had a baby. Oh, dear. And then I had to start working for someone else and starting all over again. And then eventually I, I you know, I, I had these positions of a lot of responsibility converting hotels into timeshare resorts, working for someone else. And, and I did really well, and still now, I remember, it was a ridiculous amount of money that I used to earn then. And, and then I wanted to go solo and become an entrepreneur again, and I did. And I had a, a, a great brand, and we were selling international properties all over the world. We were doing pretty much cutting-edge mm-hmm. uh, technology things uh, in, in the south of Spain. But, yeah, I lost it all over again at the age of 38. So, wow. you know, I, I've, I've, had, I've had quite a few challenges. The, the lot where I was 38 was more difficult because I had, as I call it, I had tasted wealth. You had you know, what? what I thought was wealth. I tasted wealth. Wealth. Okay, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but obviously the bank uh, disagreed with me and they thought that it was all there. <laughs> so, you know, kind of, I, 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 it, it was a very dark kind of moment. And yes. Very, you know, I hit rock bottom. And, and I've hit rock bottom many, many times. I really have. I, but I think that on that on that particular time, I was already, I already was very into NLP, neurolinguistic programming. Uh-huh. I, I have read a lot and um, and I, I really addressed it in a different kind of way. Um, but I, I have realized over the years that, that I, you know, kind of I had certain certain virtues whereby, I don't know, I could have these really, really, really bad days, you know, uh-huh. kind of like, you know, pressure with money and all sorts of really tough things when you're losing everything. And then uh, I would go to bed, you know, in a very bad way. Uh-huh. And then I would wake up. But when... I would wake up in the morning and I would be like a like a wild dog, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I would just like just brush it all off and just bring it on, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like, give me some more. <laughs> so right. I don't know if I was like kind of masochistic, but I simply was prepared to do whatever it took to kind of see the outcome, you know. I mm-hmm. never, I would never really explore why me or why has that happened. I, I've always, I've always been able to say, okay, that's happened, uh, that's happened. Okay, let's learn from that. Now, how, what, what is the outcome? You know, mm-hmm. so I've always been very solution-driven, and obviously, that, those traits are being resilient, understanding that you know, kind of change is, is good, important. Uh-huh. Look at the advantages of this. Why is this happening, and how can I move forward? Right. And then, obviously, reinventing myself to, to become a better version of me in whatever else that I wanted to do next. Because you know, there was always something next that I had to do in order to keep me focused. So I, I think that a lot of people who have experienced loss like that go to a very dark place for a very long time. The why me, the, um, you know, it, am I just not worthy of that success, that wealth, whatever it was. Um, but you shifted pretty quickly. Why did you have that resilience? And how does one develop that? Well, I, I, I did have, I changed that mindset very quickly. Um, it, it obviously, it was still a, a long, ongoing process of pain and and still having to deal with a lot of, you know, the things that were still happening to me and around me uh-huh. because unfortunately that was still part of the process. But but but, but I, I was I was driven towards where, where am I going? You know, 
are a lot of people that that really can't let go of, of the problem and they mm-hmm. have to carry on living in it. But it's all down to thinking, you know, and that's kind of where, if anything, what I've learned is about that. You know, you need to think about what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. You need to be aware of your thoughts. And if there's something that I'm thinking about that's negative, stop. That's not helpful. What am I focusing on? So, you know, that's where the empowering questions come in. Okay, so how am I going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do next? Uh, who can help me? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I focus on, 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 on being more motivated? You know, uh, what's in my way? You know, so these are all empowering questions that are helpful. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I do. So everything that I've done and every, every time that I've come and created something, I've always had a very big, massive picture in my mind of what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that surprises me and shocks me. And I work, obviously, when I coach and mentor a lot of people, I'm really focusing on, on the thinking and the thinking big. It just shocks me, surprises me, hurts me, depresses me to see so many people that just think, not only, well, first of all, they don't think, and then they think mm-hmm. so small. It's just ridiculous. You know, yeah. so at the end of the day, if you're going to think, think big, it's free. I always say, hey, it's free. No one's going to charge you. Mm-hmm. You know, just go for it. Just think of, of something that affects you so much that mm-hmm. gets you motivated to get out of bed because it's so ridiculously impossible that if it did happen, you know. And so kind of that's happened to me now. I mean, you know, this has been 10, 11 years since I changed to who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I did that summary with a... You know, I was just literally looking at what I've achieved. Obviously, I know a lot of people have done it. You know, hey, what did I achieve in the last 10 years? Sure. And what I've achieved in the last 10 years is absolutely phenomenal. You know, kind of in hindsight, it's, 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 it's phenomenal. You know, would I have, could I have read that? Perhaps I did. I, I kind of. It's still, I still haven't achieved it because I'm halfway there. Right. But, but I, I, did, I have achieved a lot of what I wanted to do and, uh, and exceeded in, in a way what I thought was possible. Uh-huh. Uh, but then my, my, my vision is still much bigger. So right. that, that's kind of where I'm at. And I think about um, you were probably reaching a fair number of people with that the timeshare and the real estate business. And yet when you look at the statistics of the people you've reached with the Best You Expo, what is it, something like 25,000 visitors, 500 exhibitors, many speakers, um, you're, you're reaching more people and transforming more lives and if you hadn't experienced that loss, would you have gotten here? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would, um, I would still be selling uh, some properties down in the south of Spain. Uh-huh. I would probably, well, luckily I'm in LA now, so I'm enjoying the beautiful weather like like Spain. Uh-huh. Right. But um, uh, well, it's actually, I mean, the figures so 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 far uh, we've had with all my expos, okay, all the ones I've done in London, one that we've done in Long Beach. So far, we've had around seventy thousand people attend. Oh all my, my goodness, seventy thousand! My statistics say yeah. twenty-five. That's even more impressive. Wow, seventy thousand. We've had around seven hundred speakers uh-huh. in all our gigs and all our events. So you know, it's it's, it's been a, it's been an amazing journey. But you know, kind of, we're only really getting started. But yes, it, it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey to see how I'm now connected with so many great people and how I'm the conduit, as some people call me, to to connect mm-hmm. those. But that was it. That was always it. When I started from this, I said, okay. Personal professional growth industry is so fragmented. You know, you you get the yoga shows, so it's only for yoga. You get mm-hmm. the health and it's only for the, for health and wellness. It's only for health and wellness. Or you get Tony Robbins, it's only about Tony Robbins. Right. You, you get Robert Kiyosaki, it's only about him. And I thought, well, why don't we have kind of like an Amazon office self help, a place where everyone could connect, meet, and engage in so many yes. different ways and and learn in different ways? Because some of us, some of us is live, some of us online, some of us is is articles. So I always had this intention of, of making these big, really live events. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as the main connector, although we, we do provide other ways. And and that's where it started, you know. So and, and I, I share think... the story that the first... Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying that I share the story that when I did my first expo, which no one understood what it was, so it was uh-huh. Best You Expo in London, and no one... Well, what is this Best You Expo about? What is it about? Is it, is it niche? No, it's not niche. It's anti-niche, uh-huh. okay? We want uh-huh. everyone and right. anything related to, to anything that's to do with well-being to be there. If it's a yogi, if it's spiritual, if it's business, learning means many different things to different people. So I did the event. I didn't sleep for four months. We had 50 oh, speakers, 55 exhibitors. And I remember I went out to the door to see how many people were coming in. Because we had around 6,000 people to register. But, you know, I went out and to the door. And literally, there was, there was seven or eight of my people on registration. I think there was three in the queue. Uh-huh. I thought, oh, my God. Oh, dear. Bernardo. Oh, yeah. I've taught seminars, <laughs> and that's, that's not enough. <laughs> no, that was so scary. And anyway, eventually they started coming in. We had around 3,000 people. Uh-huh. And then uh, basically uh, last year in London, 
uh, we were opening the gig there and we, we were running a bit late. So I went out to see how the queue was doing because, you know, I always want to sure. make sure everyone comes in smooth and, right. and sweet. And I went out and I couldn't see the end of the queue. I had to walk to the other side of the road. Oh, I could I not see the end of the queue. I swear to God, there was at least two and a half, three thousand people waiting to get in. So, wow. you know, and you got uh, everybody in. But, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, we had around 14,000 people show up throughout the two yes. days. What I'm just saying is, is how it's grown and evolved, you know, three or four years. Yeah. But when I did start, I had hair. It was black. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I've got no hair on its race. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, one of the things I love, Bernardo, is the fact that you are really creating an event that's integrative. Because, I, you know, I, I actually sometimes take to task um, some of the aspects in the New Age and Consciousness Movement. And this separation of mind, body, and spirit is one of those things. Because our next stage of evolution is really about integrating it all and embracing it all, all aspects of being human, of, of our mental or emotional and our spiritual state, and integrating that into our moment-to-moment basis, including in our professional life, in our, in our you know, life as we go about our chores, in our personal life. Um, so I love this concept of integrating it all into one expo. Yeah, thank you. No, I, I completely agree, uh, and, and it is about that. Look, uh, for me, the, it, it's always about, you know, well, as I said, learning means many different things to different people, mm-hmm. and sure. we're all on different stages of our lives. Sometimes, right. you know, we might be driven more towards spirituality or mindfulness, or we might uh-huh. be driven more towards losing weight or exercising. And I've always wanted to, I, I, I always wanted it to cater it for everyone, and I wanted kids to be part of it. So, Mm, that's like what that. happened. Yeah. You know, we've seen families come along, you know, a, a father, mom, you know, couples coming together with their kids, you know, and, and, and exploring everything that we've got to offer there. And, and, and that's kind of what it is. Uh, because you know what? And this is kind of what I've learned. And I really invite everyone. And I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people are a lot more connected than maybe than I am. But, but this, is, this has been a game changer for me in the last few years. I've always been a massive believer in serendipity. Always. I, every single thing happens for a reason. We mm-hmm. met for a reason. We're connecting here for a reason. Yeah. Someone's listening for a reason. Everything is happening for a reason. But but I, I really invite people to open their senses, to open their senses to connect with the dots of why things are happening. Right. The moment you start opening your senses and you start saying, okay, why is this happening now? Mm-hmm. Who and what is this connecting me to? And then when you start connecting those dots, you will start appreciating how easy things are and how things will come your way, simply because you just open your senses. So for me, it's been a game changer, and and I and and kind of everything is just falling into place. And this has happened. It happens sometimes at the expo where, where I've seen people say, "Oh no, I came to see the speaker, but all of a sudden I was sitting in this other room, and I've had an aha moment, and 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 now I'm just on a completely different journey." And I've had people come to me say, "Oh, but I know we came to the expo four years ago, and this has happened, and now we're on this journey." So. Everything happens for a reason. Open your senses and, 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 and be open to what the universe is literally throwing at you. Because sometimes opportunities are, are, are there. They're the size of petrol tankers, and people <laughs> tend to walk around them. That's true. They are, That's hey, true. hello, ha- hello. <laughs> hello. And, and people walk around, oh, I can't see it, I can't see it. Excuse me? Yes. And, and that's kind of what I'm trying to say, you know, open your eyes. Yes, the, the petrol tankers are out there. We have to go to another quick break, but stay tuned for more here in just a few moments. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's accelerated program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Your money is your creational energy when you feed your wealth back into what you love. It signals your choices and returns to you. Tune in to Money Momentum with host Karen Baines and learn the truth about the widely misunderstood creative energy that is the cash in your pocket. Realign the things you can't see to get the results you can see. Listen every month for a whole new hour on how to get the money already aligned to who you are. For more information on Karen and Money Momentum, visit soulwhispers.uk. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? 
As it turns out, numerical patterns in certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www.DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. Today I am talking to author Bernardo Moya. He's also the founder of Best You, and um, he's the publisher of Best You magazine. He's the CEO of NLP Life Training, um, TV producer, speaker, publisher, um, an overachiever who clearly has found his passion. Um, Bernardo one of the things you talk about in your new book called The Question, Find Your True Purpose, you talk about the importance of being curious. Why is curiosity important, and what should we apply curiosity to? Well, I, I think it's going back down to, you know, uh, we tend to forget very quickly what we were like when we were young, you know, mm, when we were yeah. kids. Uh, we have these beautiful memories of, you know, how exciting was it, you know, when for the first time you, I don't know, you went here, you went there, you did this or something you never did before. Um, we lose that sense of life, of being alive, you know, of, of, of being, experimenting, you know, yep. on, on trying new things. And, and that's all, that's all, that is all of curiosity. I mean, you know, kind of, we, we give up, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people, oh, well, you know, I want a six pack. I bought the membership. I went twice and I haven't got it. I'm giving up. Uh-huh. Well, you know, come on. You've got to put a bit of work in. But I think it's that sense of, of being alive, of, of, you know, just not taking yourself too seriously mm-hmm. and, and exploring kind of what, what's out there that, that could be new, that could be exciting. Um, so, yeah, I, I just simply encourage people to just let go a little bit, you know, to mm-hmm. not be so uptight, right. uh, to not take themselves so seriously, to, you know, to, to, to live life a little bit, you know, more fully. Um, I, I, I'm just a great believer in, in being congruent. Uh, and, and, and I mean by that, especially because of my position where I, I've worked with, with so many people and I work with so many people. And, and I say this frequently, and I mean it with love, but I do say that sometimes people should read their own books. Oh, you know, I, oh, I've seen absolutely. so many cool... Yes. <laughs> I've seen so many coaches, authors, and stuff like that. I don't know. I've, I, I've got some, 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 so many stories, but I remember there was once this lady who was actually at the expo. She was exhibiting there. I don't know, and it was it was the day we're opening and stuff like that. She was going absolutely mad because there was something wrong with her poster and a sign above her. her oh, uh, good grief! The booth. I, I don't know. It was something with no, really, absolutely no importance that uh-huh. could be sorted. Right. You know, and we were going to sort it, and we had enough time. Everything was okay. And I, but I was shocked because I went to a stand, and the whole stand was about happiness. <laughs> and I just, I, I just cracked, I cracked up laughing. And I said, "Oh my God, I've never met someone so miserable oh, in my life." Yes. You know, kind of like you know. So please, so I just was so shocked, and I, I started laughing. Uh-huh. What are you laughing? At? I said, "Well, you, you'll." Start 
fans were about happiness, darling. You're so, you're so aerated. Chill out. Don't worry. We'll sort this out right now, okay? Uh-huh. And, and so it's, it's my take on life. I just think that kind of like, you know, let's just be just be real. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Let's just look at, you know, exploring and enjoying life. And, and if you want to do something new uh, and you fail, well, you know, hey, give it a good go. And if not, do something else. It's fine. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I just think we need that sense of, of being young again and, yeah. and, 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 and living and exploring and doing things that we've never done before. Uh-huh. Uh, while we while we still can do them, and I think of um, the curiosity, kind of the way a two or three year old when they they, they go through the stage that um, people in child development call the the little scientist, where kids are exploring things like gravity, like what happens when I drop the ball here on this slope down sloping driveway, you know, or um, just they're 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 trying different things, you know, spinning a top and. When we get to be adults, we start exploring, okay, this thing called gravity and, and, and scientifically, what is it? It's like this seriousness as opposed to this looking at, at the universe and reality and life that's unfolding in, before us as kind of like this, you know, this, as little scientists to see, you know, what the potential is and, and what happens when I do this versus that. Yeah, and, and being curious about new things. I, I think, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, kind of, as I said, they learn, they've learned a set of skills and they give up. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. um, I think you, you have to be open to learning new things, you know, and that's been, that, that at least that is my my journey and that's where I'm on. I, I'm really exploring what else have I not done, right. what I would like to do, mm-hmm. and what would I, if not master, I would definitely like to, to experience a lot more of. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I have that mentality of, of, of really experimenting and change, trying to change, do new things in order for me to hopefully change and, and, and become a better person and a better individual, wherever that may take me. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, you shared a couple of, of big financial failures that led to changing in your life, changing your life and and having this really positive effect. Do you find in your daily life that there are moments where it's like, well, that doesn't work? Um, and how do you deal with those setbacks? Well, I, I think I think kind of like you know we have to be prepared for whatever life throws at us. You know, mm. um, yeah. that there's permanently and constantly setbacks. I mean, for me, my mom passed away uh, two weeks ago. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry. Uh, and we had like three months of going through a lot with her. Uh-huh. Uh, it was sudden, but it was it was you know it was. It was still took a bit of time, and it, but it was mm. sudden and very quick, and and you know this is something that I wasn't prepared for, right. and uh, and I think kind of like you know it, it's a big it's a big setback for me yeah. personally, of course. But um, what I what I'm doing about it is is I'm embracing who she was and, and what I'm at, and, yeah. and 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 then I'm I'm looking at kind of who I am, and and I appreciate and understand even more now how thankful I am for what she gave me. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive setback, but I'm looking at the positive from this setback to see how I can bring it in to kind of whatever my new reality is. And my new reality without her is, is for me to start exploring what else could I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this happened to me because my dad passed away when I was 54, uh-huh. and I'm 55 now. So I, oh, yeah. I, I made a lot of changes in my life, funny enough, when I was 54. Uh, consciously or unconsciously, was it planned to do so? I think so, but mm-hmm. to both, consciously and unconsciously. But I made a lot of changes in my life in the last couple of years. And um, in this pursuit of, of doing what I would like to do, and the reason I'm doing it is because I, I saw that my dad, obviously who passed away quite young, still had achieved relatively very few things in life, mm-hmm. although he was a phenomenal individual and he you know, did amazing things. But it's the same with my mum. My mum was, you know, she traveled, she visited countries, she was loved and adored and extremely, uh, you know, admired by many people. You know, my mum literally lived a very humble life in, in our home. So for me, it's, it's, it's just about living. Mm. It's about living, it's about exploring, and about understanding why these setbacks uh, are coming uh, and what can I what can I read from it, what can I benefit from it, mm. and how can I, you know, how can, how can this make me stronger? Uh, and that's all I'm doing. I'm just trying to now even step harder, you know, put my my foot my foot uh, deeper to the pedal to, to mm-hmm. make sure that I can actually do more quicker uh, and, and, and you know reach more people mm-hmm. with with whatever message that I've got, which is mine in particular, through my brand and my own personal beliefs. So, Bernardo, 
do you also allow yourself to, to feel the sadness and the pain, or do you just move forward? Well, you know what, I, 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 I know that I need closure, in particular mm-hmm. uh, with, with obviously my mom, um, and, and it, I'm, I'm not trying to hide from the fact that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fortunately or unfortunately, you know, I've, I've got a big event uh, sure. happening. Very soon, and, yes. And I have to, fo- you know, I have to focus on, on the outcome of that. So right. although I would love to have gone and disappeared for a month, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just haven't got the time. Yeah. So, you know, kind of... And, I'm, uh, it, and yet maybe it is perfect timing. As you said, everything happens for a reason. reason so it's, Absolutely. It, it will Absolutely. come in its, Absolutely. in its perfect timing. Uh, we're going to go to Absolutely. another quick break, but when we return, you're going to find out uh, where and when you can go to the Best You Expo, and I'm going to be asking Bernardo his definition of success. Stay tuned for more with Bernardo Moyo here in just a few moments. If you're in the Seattle area, then you don't want to miss this upcoming event. On March 5th, best-selling author and renowned spiritual leader Panash Desai will be here in person sharing wisdom from his brand new book, You Are Enough. Come be inspired to embrace more of who you truly are, to step deeper into your potential, and to wake up to expansive possibility. You've seen him on Oprah. Now come see Panash Desai live, in person, Thursday, March 5th at 7.30 p.m. for his presentation and book signing, and 6 o'clock for the optional, more personalized premiere meet and greet. Sponsored by East West Bookshop and held at Seattle First Baptist Church, 1111 Harvard Avenue in Seattle. For more information or to register for this empowering event, go to eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Or go to panashdesai.com. That's P-A-N-A-C-H-E-D-E-S-A-I.com. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death? From debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first and third Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt, than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back. Um, we are talking to Bernardo Moya. And Bernardo, I'm really excited about the Best You, you Expos. And um, it's not the Best You folks who are listening, like you for university, but the Best You Y-O-U. Um, Bernardo, tell us a little bit more about the Expos and how people can find out more about them, when they are, and that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, we, we run the big events. We've been doing them for quite a few years. It's, it's our second one, actually, in LA. It's not our first one. We did one in Long Beach a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But we're here to stay. We, we want the show to grow here in, in the US and maybe in particular in, in LA. But, you know, we, we will be going to other places. So it's, it's a big gathering of personal professional growth, leading experts mm-hmm. uh, with any and every aspect of, of personal growth. So we've got it all. It's like a, we have a big space around 60,000 square feet uh, where we've got like 10 breakout rooms. Uh, from a main stage, another room called Masters, Mentors, and Influencers. We've got the man 
women room. We have the passion to profit. Uh, we have the wealth and riches. So we've got all these different breakout rooms. And basically, we, we're running these workshops every every hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. And, um, and so at LA... Uh, every hour. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, just we have speakers going on every hour. And mm-hmm. then, you know, so there's 150 speakers talking about all sorts of subjects. And then we've got 150 booths uh, of all sorts of things and excited professionals uh, sharing and talking about their brands, which are all related to well-being too. Yeah, it sounds like an exciting conference. And again, I want to emphasize how impressed I am that you are taking this integration, this integrative, you know, approach with, um, you know, business and personal and mental and physical and 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 all aspects of of who we are, so that people can pick and choose and not have to just have this myopic focus on one topic. That's great. Uh, so let's see, it, March twentieth and twenty first. So that's coming up next month, folks, down in L.A. And um, you're doing a, an expo in Dallas as well in October, right? We are. We're doing our first one there. It's a similar format. Um, but, you know, we already have quite a few confirmed speakers, and we're looking for people to, to get involved and attend. Yeah. And so, that, look, the shows are very, very affordable. You know, we, we make the tickets accessible, very affordable. Um, you know, general admissions is $20, $30, and then we've got kind of a premium ticket, which basically includes all the recordings of the talks. That's, I think they're fifty or seventy dollars, and then we have the VIP tickets, which are kind of like you know, goodie uh, bag, front row seat, uh, also photos with all the speakers yeah. and stuff like that. So you know, we made it affordable. We really want to reach tens of thousands of people in all of them, mm-hmm. and we're very excited about the opportunity of connecting and meeting and putting a few ideas in, in people's minds. Yeah, and for those who can't make it to the LA event. Uh, October is plenty of time to plan to go to Dallas, and if you go to Dallas, you'll have plenty of choices of good Tex-Mex. You know, I'm I'm a Texan originally, so it you know that's what that would be one of my priorities in Dallas too. <laughs> so clearly, Bernardo, you have been successful in a variety of ways based on the traditional definition of success. But I'm curious, how do you define success? I think success isn't necessarily financial success. It really isn't. Uh, I know it's very interlinked. Oh, he's very successful. Well, he might not be. He might be a very miserable, uh, sad, poor person. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You see a lot of wealthy people that aren't necessarily happy. Yeah. So success is, uh, for me, it's having a balance. It's having a balance of living a balanced life in, in, in fulfilling, you know, your, your need, your need, but also definitely making sure that you are inspiring and helping and making the world a better place. That, mm-hmm. for me, is a successful person. You know, I mean, I, there's so many great people out there. I mean, you know, like uh, so many great people doing so many great things. That I wouldn't want to mention anyone, but, you know, kind of like Jeff Hoffman from Priceline, you know, I've met the man a few times, you know, mm-hmm. he's multi, well, he's a billionaire, you know, he's, he's doing phenomenal charitable work around the world. You know, Frank Shanklitz, you know, from Make-A-Wish Foundation, you know, uh-huh. right. uh, he's a phenomenal individual, uh, ex-policeman, you know, and look up his foundation and, and what, what they've done with it. You know, so that for me is success. Success is having the balance of, of you being a nice person, mm-hmm. someone that people want to be around. Uh, around, you know, uh, I know we know that we all know those negative people that walk into a room and, and the electric goes. You know, mm-hmm. so you, sure. you don't want to be one of those. You want to be a positive person, someone with good energy, uh, and someone that is definitely you know making sure that they are the best version of themselves, mm-hmm. the enhanced. Super duper 2.0, 3.0, 5.0 version of themselves yeah. and, and who are making a difference on the planet. That, that, that's your obligation. Yeah. And, uh, and I say that's your obligation because I believe it is. I think a lot of people just don't take responsibility for the fact that they are obliged to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. You know, there's billions of people that have no, that have no food, uh, mm-hmm. die of hunger. Uh, there's 38 million slaves around the world. You know, mm-hmm. there's, oh, there's yeah. people with no things. So like, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. It's the fact is that we're extremely lucky. So if you're a lucky person that lives in a civilized country with culture, with education, with internet, whatever it is, you know, you're obliged to make uh, make something happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I personally used to think that success meant meeting certain goals, meeting or exceeding certain goals, and now it feels more like it's both an inward and an outward process where um, it's about um, growing to become 
more of myself, sort of inwardly more authentic, um, and then outwardly offering more and more fuller expression of myself, ultimately to help others, but also to fulfill my own need to express myself. Absolutely. And, and success, you know, is not something that can be measured in, in, in a way, not only financial, it's such a thing is that you see the success that I wanted maybe when I was 20 is completely different to the success that I want now. Of course. Um, I think I, I quote in my book, for example, the case of Bill Gates. Uh-huh. Well, I suppose when Bill Gates was working in his garage, uh-huh. uh, I suppose when, when he did, uh, when he created Windows and he became the wealthiest man on the planet, I'm sure he probably thought, you know what, I've been quite successful. Uh, but then you see, he now decided to give all his money away, and now he's trying to eradicate, you know, diseases and stuff like that. So you mm-hmm. see, he didn't see himself, or maybe what the level of what he thought was successful wasn't successful anymore. Right. He has a new approach to success, um, and and that's kind of what it has to be. We have to be permanently, constantly exploring better ways for us to really become successful, which is becoming mm-hmm. and living a fulfilled life. Yeah. Well, this hour is flying by. I'm wondering, Bernardo, in a minute or so, um, do you have a final message to our listeners? The final message, I, I would just say, is just to wake up. To wake mm. up. Um, I, you know, kind of a lot of the stuff that I do with The Best You is all aimed around helping people achieve their dreams, but all the stuff that we do, and one of the most important things that I'm extremely excited about is, is our legacy clubs, where we really focus on, on helping people find their purpose and, and what we discussed there is and, and this is something I share is that our reality is our mortality. Mm. So based on the fact that our reality is our mortality and understanding that we are here for a limited period of time, you know, we need to understand that we need to take action. So I use this anchor kind of like imagine you had a little digital clock on your chest which tells you how long you have to live. Uh-huh. Now and let's technically imagine that we can't actually see it because it's so close to our nose. So if that clock is counting down and you know that you're here for a limited period of time, shouldn't that motivate you to do something? Shouldn't that motivate you to get going? Right. And, and that's the fact. The fact is, is that, you know, there's nothing more important in life than, than really following your dreams and saying nice things and being kind and being loving, that being a better version of yourself and doing all the things that, that you know you want to do, but you're not doing because you're simply being lazy. You're lying to yourself. So, you know, honestly start with yourself um, and, and be honest in, in, in becoming the best version of yourself and do it now. And again, I want to mention Bernardo's book, The Question, Find Your True Purpose, Bernardo Moya, um, and the best you.com, is it, or .co? Is it? The best, the best you.co is, Co. is our brand. Co. Okay. Co. Yeah, everything is there. Okay. The best you.co.co, the best you expo.com. And then my webpage is Bernardo Moya dot com. So yeah, I'm just excited. I'm I'm extremely grateful. Thank you for the opportunity and, and I'd love to, you know, just take advantage of all the things that we have to offer because we have so many. And uh, I'm just uh, honored to, to be able to share a few ideas. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And again, I wanna mention it's the best dot com and uh thebestyou.co. And I also wanted to mention Panash Desai. He's going to be here in Seattle March 5th. Um, Thanks for joining us here today. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to empower yourself to step further into your vibration of change, please visit my website at christineupchurch.com, where you can learn more about my insights, upcoming events, and private sessions.